Welcome to the Big Ideas for Small Business podcast, hosted by fellow small business owner, Tim Hayden. Hello, listeners, and welcome to Big Ideas for Small Business. I am your host, Tim Hayden. And hey, we don't do this too often, but we're, we're having part three in um, a series of family meetings. And uh, you know, for, our li- for the listeners that are tuning in, part one, uh, in regards to family meetings, we talked about why we need to have them. Part two, we talked about how to have them. In part three, we're going to talk about the experience because I just had my first uh, family <laughs> meeting. So uh, we're excited that you're uh, taking time to listen to us today. And hey, so I am uh, honored to have Ron Reese with us again. Ron, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself if you haven't, if they haven't listened to the first two that they need to go back and listen to. Well, they can always hear it again. <laughs> Good morning, Tim. I appreciate being here, too, and this has been a lot of fun for me. Um, I am a licensed psychologist in the state of South Carolina, and I have been primarily focused in the world of family enterprise and family business for the last 30 years. Okay. And my, uh, my role in that situation, I often refer to myself as a business psychologist, but I also have an umbrella of a family business consultant. And a lot of people never heard that term. I never heard it 30 years ago either. Uh, but there are a whole group of family business consultants, focus who, who people who focus on assisting family enterprise people and making those businesses healthy and sustainable. And uh, a large part of what I've done for all these years is conflict resolution, helping families make decisions together. And in the course of those things, one of the primary recommendations is family meetings. So that's me. Okay. And uh, I love it. I've been doing it. I probably conducted, I don't know how many family meetings, well over 200 okay. in, th- in 30 years. Wow. And you've worked with, I think you told us last time, like 325 oh, families? Yeah, 300, at least 325 families okay. in that wow. period of time. All right. That's, that's great. Hey, so today, you know, for our listeners to lean in a little more, you know, we're just going to have a conversation and talk about the family meeting that you facilitated for us you know, uh, less than a week ago. So, That's right. So it's still um, real fresh. So, Ron, I'll turn it over to you. Well, Tim, I think when we do those family meetings, there's a lot of excitement and anxiousness. And you guys came in great. Um, my question to you is, you know, did we accomplish the goals that we set out to to reach, and those were fairly simple goals because this was the first meeting, and that's one of the recommendations. We don't want to complicate things in mm-hmm. a first meeting. And those goals were simply to be curious together as a family, learn some new things, raise the awareness about family and business, and we can talk about that for quite a while, connect as family maybe in a, a simple way or an exciting way or uh, even just uh, a little bit of serious way. Mm-hmm and to have some fun. And I guess the question is, do you think we can accomplish that, and does the family think we accomplished that? I think, I definitely think we accomplished all those goals. And I believe that the family, my family would say the same thing. I think that we did accomplish all those goals. That's great. I mean, if we hit on all of those, then we did a good job, and I'd love to do it again. Yeah, I think, you know, and, and we met for four hours. That's right. We could have met for eight hours. I think we could have met for eight hours. That's funny. I thought of the same thing after the meeting. I said we could have done this for quite a while longer. We could have. But I think for for the family, for the first one, I think it was a 
good time limit and because we don't want to go we don't want to overload people with information no and you know and the i guess part of the thing about meeting our goals uh, is also the pre-work um, you and i didn't really talk much about the pre-work there was pre-work on my part mm -hmm. to try and be sure that i structured and connected with you guys in a way that was relevant there was pre-work on the family part because i sent you a little bit of information mm -hmm. to read and I asked the family to listen to part two, I mean, part one of the uh, family meetings on the podcast. Yep. So we, so we were ready. Yeah, that's right. And I think that there was a lot of preparation in order for us to have a very successful meeting. And I believe that we did. I think my family feels the same way. That's great. That makes me happy. <laughs> it makes me happy, too. Um, what about next steps and actions? What did, what did we agree on? And, um, you know, how does that... How does that work for yeah. you guys? Well, uh, I think I think it's a good I think it's a um, a great question. Um, there's there were two things that we agreed on as a family. Uh, the first one is that we're going to meet twice a year, so our next meet we're going to have in October. Good. And the second thing is that um, my children are going to create uh, a family mission statement. Yes, they, that was an interesting conversation about, and and I asked the question, who who's the who's the wordsmith in this family? And most everybody turned to Bailey. That's right. Yeah. And uh, so they took on the job of creating a draft of a mission statement, and I'll be curious to see what that looks like. We did give them a couple examples, so yes. they had something to work with, and of course, your business has a mission statement. Yeah, you know that's right. And I think you know, uh, Ron, before we continue our conversation. You know, the I think the prep work was very important. So for the listeners that are, you know, starting to lean in and say, hey, what's, what is this about? You know, so one thing that, you know, you called every one of my family. Oh, that's right. And you had a conversation with them prior to us meeting. Yes. And you gave all of us a book. And so we had, you know, the... A notebook in the meeting, yes. A, a notebook in the meeting. And we went, we had an agenda. And we followed that, you know, and I think it was about an eight-tab notebook, if That's I remember right. right. That's right. And we went through one at a time, and I think it was very structured. It was very organized, and we, I think we had some great conversations. So, but I think but the two things we agreed on our next meeting and that, uh, in the family mission statement. Yeah, and just back up one step on that prep work, I, I don't know if other family business consultants do it this way, but I suspect they do. I don't walk into a room with a group of family unless I have had contact mm -hmm. and know something about each person in that room. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do it. It's not a good practice. It's like, I mean, it'd be, I, I consider it malpractice because mm -hmm. if I got five, four or five people in a room or even I have met the largest family meeting I ever did was with 28 people. Wow. And I had contact and interviews with all of those 28 people before I set foot in that room. Mm -hmm. So a lot, a lot of there's a lot there. of. I mean, there, because in, if you don't do that, you. I mean, I'm going to. I'm trying to help you. If I don't have some idea of who you are as an individual, or this family, a little bit of information, I'm going to step in a pothole, and that won't be healthy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's good. Yeah. And what worked well for us. Um, I think one of the key things for us is having a facilitator. Um, you know, a lot of people say, well, you, we could, you could do a family meeting on your own. I know for me, I don't want to lead the meeting. I want to, I want, I want to contribute and be a part of it. 
if I'm having to facilitate it, having to facilitate something I need to be a part of, which I think would be very difficult for me. I think that having someone to facilitate, you know, somebody on the outside was great. And I think our next one we'll have a facilitator. Ron, you know, you and I talk, hopefully you can do yeah, that I can, next I, time. Yeah, I could. So. Well, when you and I talked about that in part two, and whether to do that or not, and I'm glad it worked out. I'm glad you're saying those things. And you did a good job of not over-talking. Yep. You know, in those situations, a lot of times uh, the guy sitting in your chair ends up talking a lot, and you modulated yourself well. And, and perhaps, you know, if, if you started talking too much, I would have done something with you. <laughs> I have a series of cards that I use in some larger meetings, and those cards have things like, uh, frozen tongue, and I put it in, fr <laughs> and I put it in front of the person, and they can't talk anymore. Yeah, yeah. and so uh, anyway, but you, I, did, you I, did a good job. Well, thank you. But I think the flow went well, and I think we had, we had uh, everyone contributed. That and, was another goal. Yeah, and everyone contributed. It was good. So I, I was intentionally. A lot of times, I talk a lot, and I, I intentionally was quiet. I wanted to listen. You know, I, I think I thought that was good. What didn't work well? Did we have anything that didn't work well in your view? Honestly, uh, no. I think everything, That's I think correct. the preparation that was done and everyone talking to you prior to, I think even though people hadn't physically met you yet, Dawn met you just a few a couple a days few beforehand. Um, you know, we, we had lunch a couple days ahead of time and, and she met you, but my kids had not met you yet. But I think, but then talking to you, it's, I, I would recommend anybody that's going to do this to do that ahead of time because I think it is a, it was a big deal. Good. And what did what do you think you learned or walked away with, Tim, or your whole family, if you have any idea from them? Yeah, I, I think for me, and honestly, for um, I've not asked my family, even though we talked about, we talked about this several times. So I haven't asked that specific question. Um, I think it was great to discuss the family of business and the business of business because a lot of you know a lot of people don't even think about that i honestly i hadn't thought about that until okay. i met you mm -hmm. um uh one thing we talked about having that i uh we talked about and i walked away with is having an employee employee agreement for family members that work in the business yeah employment policy for entry into and how you work in the business yep and hey we've never thought about that at all before and it's not just for your family I mean, there are oftentimes other family members like cousins or nephews or whatever, and uh, aunts and uncles, and uh, sometimes it's important for this, for you to have a, I think most often it's important to have an employment agreement, yep. uh, employee agreement yep. that, that designs, it, it's really not so much an agreement, it's a policy. Okay. This, is, this is how we go about bringing a family member in. Okay. Th if, we're going to, yep. if we're going to, if we're going to. And one thing, I, one thing I vividly remember in our conversation was like, if you are a member of the family and we have an employee agreement, hey, we're going to pay that family member X amount more. Well, and one family did that that yeah. I've had. You know, and I think that example you talk about, we're going to pay them ten percent more because it's more challenging to work for family. It's just different. Yeah. And if you're a member of the family. It's different. So I think, and you know what, we're going to pay them more than we would pay someone else because of the, the weight of the family that's on them to do their job. Yeah, and, and the employment policy uh, can cover compensation guidelines. It can cover uh, education guidelines, what you have to do educationally. 
You know, and uh, the standard thinking in most family-owned businesses or the experience is they pay too little or they pay too much. And that's pretty well known in the world that I live. Yeah. Um, that family, there was one family years ago that they sat around a table and they were working on their employment policy and, and they made the decision that you're talking about. They're the only one I've ever had to make that decision. Yeah. But I thought, well, that's pretty clever. Yep. Okay. And I, I, th I think it is as well. And um, one thing, and Ron, you mentioned this to my family, and I thought it was awesome. So if you're, uh, and, and again, you know, for our listeners that are joining us today, we're so thankful you're taking time out of your busy schedule to learn more about family, uh, about family businesses, and you know, the weights that go along with it is that you're not entitled to work here because you're a member of our family. Absolutely. You know, and I think that is so important. And it, just because you're a member of the family doesn't entitle you to work. That's a big deal. And I'm, I'm glad you said that and I did because I probably wouldn't have said it, to be honest with you. <laughs> so I think that was good. Um, th there were two really awesome exercises. One in particular, we did family trees. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, We mm -hmm. did. And uh, something I learned is that um, my wife's uh, biological dad his parents, I never knew their names. And I learned their names, which was really cool. <laughs> I didn't know that before, so that was something that I learned. And then, you know, whenever you did your interviews with us, and you interviewed me prior to meeting, and you asked, you know, for some things, descriptors, descriptors, of, descriptors each other. of each other, and you, and you had them all listed down. And uh, so, you know, we could pretty quick, like, you know, I said a few things about Tucker and Dawn and, and Bailey, and what I did, you know, you said, hey, match up the person's name to the descriptor. And there was a couple you put in there nobody said. <laughs> <laughs> I did it just to have fun. And it was fun. It was fun. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was pretty good. So, again, and, you know, I love to have fun, so that was really good. <laughs> well, I think we've covered this uh, thought, but I just thought, that, you know, what did, what did you decide or need to start doing differently as a result of that meeting? Obviously, meeting twice a year was one of them. Yeah, and that may be it. Well, I think you know. Um, uh, I mean, that was the big thing that we we decided that we're going to do. We're going to meet twice a year because okay. no one knew exactly, um, you know, what that was going to mean yet. But I think that uh, um, I thought it was that was the big takeaway to me. Well, all right, and then since we have listeners. Obviously, and uh, we're trying to help folks that are in this world. What would you say to other families that might be in the same situation you're in, or that may even be considering or never considered having a family business meeting? Um, I think that it's a great time to connect and educate the family on many things as it relates to family and business. Uh, I think that, again, you know, until couple months ago I didn't even think or know family meetings were even a thing but um, you know the weight of family business is heavy yes and to lighten that load this family meeting process is a process that can lighten that load you know as leaders a lot of times we feel like we're on islands by ourselves and we got to have a group of people around us to continue to lift us up and motivate us and we're not by ourselves it, the same thing with family. You know, the expectations of my family I know are higher than people that are not part of our family. You know, I grew up in this business, and I know my the expectations of me 
we're higher than everybody else. You got a big sign on your forehead that says that's your your job. That's exactly right. You know, and I think that to talk through that, we talked a lot about that. We so, did. You know, whenever we got together, and it's to me, it's important. So, you know, for um, people that are considering having a meeting, have one. I think it's important. Good. And let's talk about one of the neat experiences that happened in that meeting, Tim. Um, you know, Tucker's 18 years old, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I, I think back if I was eight, 18 years old, my dad said, "Let's have a family meeting." I'd probably, I'd probably frown and turn around and look the other way and say, "What are you talking about?" You know. And so, uh, Tucker's response in the meeting to me was one of the most exciting. Com- Parts of it, and I'm going to let you talk to the listeners about it. Yeah, uh, I, I, absolutely. You know, and you know, Ron and I were talking. Uh, we talked a little bit before we are recording this podcast, and uh, he asked me, you know, what was the, you know, what's the one or two big things that takeaways? My biggest takeaway, and Tucker is a young man of, you know, he doesn't say a lot of words like I do, but what he says is very powerful, and and he takes that after his mom. His mom's very similar to that, and. Um, he said, I really I wasn't looking forward to this. I really, you know, I mean, I was going to go. He says, but after going through this, I really appreciate and I was excited on what I learned today, and I look forward to the next meeting. Boy, did that excite me. <laughs> that, to me, that's amazing. Yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was great. Yeah, I mean, and, and both of your children participated so well with that particular comment was really exciting to me as the facilitator and the, and the convener of that meeting. Yeah. So you, you got a good nugget there. Hey, absolutely. And that was the primary nugget that I took out of that meeting from, you know, uh, from our whole family because Tucker didn't say a whole lot. Yeah. Boy, that was some great words. So. And so, hey, we have high expectations for the next meeting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we set the we set the bar pretty high. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, any final thoughts or comments for you um, from you, Tim, about this whole thing? I mean, the, the sequence of our me- meetings here and these conversations sure does have a good flow. And and uh, to wrap up on a. Um, the, the experience of a family business meeting. Any final thoughts or comments? Yeah, well, I think, you know, to, to, to hitchhike on some of the things that came out of the meeting first, Ron, is um, our family left the meeting in a very positive way. Okay. We finished, I think, and, you know, you feel free to speak. I think our meeting finished very positive that, hey, we agreed to meet again and the expectation that we're going to do this again. So everyone in our family, they're expecting that, hey, come October-ish time frame, we're going to meet again. Those were very positive things that came out of it. Yeah. We set an expectation and we left on a high note. Yep, uh, for sure. You know, and I think, you know, final thoughts uh, for me, I think you do something uh, that's very unique. Hmm. Thank you. And working with families um, I know, and you told us Saturday when you or when we met, which was a Saturday. Um, uh, you you told us that you know family meetings gives you energy. Oh yeah, and it energizes you. And so, as you are on the, as, as at some point in your career, you're going to start slowing down. Yeah, right now. Yeah, right now. <laughs> okay, you answer that idea. And well, when you do, I think that. Um, I think it's a very important, you know, question for you. Who do you train to continue your legacy in working with families as you start to slow down? Because if Ron, you retire tomorrow, 
There's going to be a big void in family business and family meetings that somebody needs to fill. They may not know what how to do that. So I think, you know, to me, a big takeaway for you is that, hey, how can you um, how can you continue the legacy that you've started? Well, I've tried a couple of things to do that, and I have a young man that is actually being a, a backup for me and a, um, I guess you'd call him a modified successor at this point or a potential successor mm -hmm. for a lot of my work. And he actually lives in Texas, and so we've done some work together on a client. Um, the other thing that's important in this situation is there are resources now across the country that are very much in this arena. Uh, we didn't, they weren't available 35 years ago, 40 years ago. Um, one of the best resources that this audience could pay attention to if they Google it is Family Business Magazine. Mm. That's, that's a broad educational magazine, but it is an industry valuable magazine and they always have resources listed in the back of that magazine. I'm listed in there. Okay, so that's one way if, if, if I'm not around in this state. Yeah. There are there probably one or, there's probably one or two other people in the state that do some similar work, um, but the other place right now that we're trying to build is the um, Family Enterprise Institute of South Carolina through Anderson University, mm -hmm. and our our uh, plan right now is to build a kind of a library of resources for family enterprises in the state, and be the go-to place that if somebody has a need, they can reach out to the institute and say, hey. Uh, you know, we're really interested in somebody coming and helping us out and uh, doing a family meeting. And they would say, well, why don't you call uh, old Ron Reese or Bobby Jones? Yeah. And so those are the ways I'm trying right now to be sure. Uh, there are different ways to approach family business consulting. There's what people oftentimes refer to as the soft side. Then there's the financial side and then there's the uh, management side. Mm -hmm. Well, I see myself as a family business consultant primarily as a quarterback for almost all of those elements. And I said this to you when we began our meeting and before our meeting. When I started my career, I hoped that by the time I was finished that the advisors that a family enterprise would use, they always have, almost always have a trusted advisor in the accounting area. Mm -hmm. They almost have a trusted advisor in the, in, in the uh, legal area. And then they've got others like insurance and banking and so forth. But the primary ones have almost always been legal and accounting. Mm -hmm. And I said if they had somebody like me as the third leg of the stool, then they got all the advisors and they can move forward in a, in a better way because my job or the family business consultant job is largely about communication and keeping the family engaged with the business in a healthy way. And uh, that's one aspect of being a family business consultant. That's the approach that I have used. Okay. Now, that's good. Well, hey, uh, Ron, as we start to close today, uh, what's one piece of advice that you would give our listeners? Well, I think one you and I know. Plan, prepare, and have a family meeting. Yep. And I agree with that. And, hey, if our listeners are... You know, they're drinking the Kool-Aid with part three. If they want to contact you, what's the best way to do that? RonReese.com, R-E-E-C-E. -E. Okay. Well, that's great. Um, you know, one piece of advice that I can add on to what you add said. Add on anything. Is, um, you know, you, I think we had talked about rituals or, oh yeah, you know, how we start our meetings. And, you know, you had, uh, so we started our meeting 
in prayer. And I thought that was important for our family, uh, with you know, with us being a faith-based business, and um, you know, our, our family's a faith-based family. But you had mentioned different families had different rituals. Anything you yeah, want to tackle? Yeah, I, I always find it interesting. Of course, every family is unique. Each family is a system of its own. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I've had families that start a meeting, family meeting by um, forty-five seconds of silence. Mm-hmm. It's, it's okay. We're we're marking the point where we're changing from this to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, another family, they would come into the meeting room and everybody would stand behind their chairs and then they would sit down at the same time. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's a signal that says we're here for a reason and we're, we know why we're here to, to go to work in a, in a way that, um, you know, acknowledges that it's not just something we're doing off cuff yeah so some some beginning ritual i think is a great idea yeah that's great and then i would just say you know my final comment is have a family meeting if you own your business or part or you are part of a family-owned business no matter where you are in the in the pecking order if you're working in the shop or if you are the the leader or if you're second generation or seventh generation that's right it's important to have a family meeting so hopefully you know it's been educational but take some of those next steps i would challenge all of our listeners to do that it's one of the three biggest things that we say is healthy for family business planned family meetings a strategic plan for the business and an outside independent board those three things are critical so we've been focused on the family meeting and I've enjoyed the heck out of working with you. Yeah, and, and I look forward to continuing to working with you. So, hey, listeners, thanks so much for joining us today. Everyone take care and God bless. If you'd like to continue the journey with us, please subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. If there's specific topics you'd like to hear, be sure to put that in the comments as well. We'll be launching a new podcast on the first Wednesday of every month. If you know others that would get benefit from listening to this podcast, please share it with them and we'll be seeing you guys next month.